Ho, 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 ho! Merry Christmas, Astro Zombies! Welcome to the very special Christmas Day episode of Astro Radio Z. A very merry Astro Radio Z Christmas. With me today is Mark the Movie Man and Doc, who's... Uh, actually came up with the idea of this episode i'm i'm not a christmasman i I, i'm not a huge celebrator of christmas i like it it's just fine but i don't get all bent out of shape about it but doc came up with this idea off air on the last episode we were together on and we decided what the fuck let's not do it so here's my christmas present to you astro zombies For the next four years, we're going to be talking about this series of movies in which a wonderful couple gives birth to a freaky little fucking monster that kills everything. Yes, we're going to be talking about Larry Cohen's It's Alive series. So Mark the Movie Man, Doc, say Merry Christmas to all the people out there. Merry Crumble people. Uh, Merry Christmas. Oh my god, the excitement is through the fucking roof. Can you just, you harness that energy. Just harness that chi. And uh, you probably fall asleep. I'm playing so with that's my chi right, right now. Alright, hands up on the desk. What is your normal Christmas day routine, Doc? I, I don't, I, I'm just happy to not have to go to work. <laughs> I, anything beyond that, I, I don't, I try and watch as many movies as possible or much TV, but other people keep getting in the way of that yeah people suck people suck mark the movie man what about you uh well we started tradition when the kids were born that by god we're having christmas at my house in the morning on christmas day and the grandparents didn't like that but tough tough titty because every year we wake up in the morning we wait till the kids get up we open presents and we play with the presents the rest of the day and then we all go do our own thing and then if, uh, depending on the day, we have uh, Chinese food for dinner. That sounds wonderful. That doesn't sound too bad. My Christmas is usually pretty ho-hum. I mean, when I was married, it was your typical everyday go-to-shit Christmas. Now, uh, being divorced and a father of three, uh, Christmas is different every year because we switch off every year. So, yeah, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Most of the time, it's just a pain in the fucking ass. Which brings us to today's episode and the lovely little motion picture we're going to talk about. It's alive. The Davises have had a baby, but they're not sending out any announcements. Most new parents are a little scared when they have a baby. The Davises are terrified. You see, there's only one thing wrong with the Davis baby. It's alive. It's alive. Don't see it alone. Please. Rated PG. Starts Wednesday at theaters and drive-ins all over town. Check newspaper directory, Metro Exhibitors. Now, Mark the Movie Man, why don't you tell the fine people out there in Astro Christmas Z-Land, what is the plot of It's Alive? I think you spoiled it earlier. It's basically this couple... Uh, she's expecting and they already have a son and so the son goes to the nanny and they go to the hospital and and she has the kid and the kid's not your normal kid it's a freak of nature which kills all the hospital staff and escapes and it goes on a killing spree across town 
and the fa- the the parents are torn with their new celebrityism in not so most positive way that they gave birth to this uh, deformed child that's going around killing people, and uh, we see how the cops try to deal with this and how they deal with it, and the monster eventually comes home and well uh, a fight ensues and there's bullets flying and blood and yeah a lot of boring stuff in the middle <laughs> oh I'm think- sorry was I spoiling it <laughs> I think if there's a one word description of it's alive and if it was on the front cover next to that immortal cover of the you know there's the, the bassinet with the monster hand coming out of it if there was a tagline that maybe Rex Reed would say on it, it would be in quotations boring. <laughs> that would be the accurate description of it's alive. Doc, when you, had you seen this movie before? Or was this a first time? This watch? was a first time watch for me. So what did you think of this thing? Well, I did enjoy it in general, um, but to say that it does, it, it lags in the center is more truthful than not. Um, there is some, there was some nice tense moments, but they're a little too few and far between. Um, it's kind of built up a little bit beca- only because they don't show you uh, a good look at the creature, so they keep giving you like hints at it. And when it's not clearly a static uh, baby doll with fangs on it, it's pretty effective. <laughs> but when it is, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, and its size constantly fluctuates between uh, a yes. little person to yes. a child to a, a fucking plastic doll that you would find at a kid's store. Yes. So you never quite get a, a, an accurate representation as to what it is, because when they do show it, it is just like a flash frame. It's like six frames or yeah. a second I mean, it is just like super cut. And in between that is the story that Mark and I had described that literally could have been condensed down to 10 minutes. There is uh, to say that this movie moves at a snail's pace is giving it far too much credit. This is a this is a movie that could have been cut down to a short film. And it would have been fine. Well, fine, but imagine we're back in the 70s and we're all used to, you know, 70s movies kind of having a leisurely pace and uh, playing on your imagination more than anything. But this was also a time that exploitation was getting more graphic and things of this nature. And if you've seen Larry Cohen's other movies, you know, he doesn't shy away from gore or blood or weird ideas, be it cue the winged serpent or the stuff or God told me to <laughs> he, he likes going out there this movie for the longest time man I remember seeing the cover of this on VHS tapes at every video store I went to and I just never watched it never came across it on cable heard about it always wanted to watch it I have a feeling back in the day, if I would have watched it, I would have felt a little differently than I do now. Watching this movie was just like you would get a scene. They'd set up a scene. You would get all you needed out of the scene within the first 10 to 15 seconds. And then they would let that scene go on for 10 minutes. 
every single scene. One of the only scenes I thought actually held anything was the birthing scene. Mm -hmm. Because she gives birth to this monster. You never see anything. You just see the aftermath. Everybody comes in and everybody's coated in the HGL red paint blood (laughs) from Bud Feast. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. Uh, Mark, in general, what did you get out of this movie other than it just being flat out boring? Well, the reason it's boring is because the director for whatever reason chose this film to be social commentary uh you're sacrificing social commentary for the horror elements which was which was sad because the parts you wanted to see you don't get to see the the you're like the aftermath you know for some of the things you get to see some of the kills not all of them but still in between you get him using the couple as a statement on you know parents being blamed for their kids uh, making a commentary on abortion making a commentary on you know uh, people with kids with special needs and how their the parents at least back then were looked down upon like it was their fault Uh, I mean he's making he's trying to make a lot of statements but unfortunately it's sacrificing the thing that people are want to the reason they're watching this film is the thing he's sacrificing because suddenly you get the cops saying oh he's in the sewer or whatnot i would have rather had baby vision of him crawling in the sewer or whatever you know see him around a little bit more but most of the film is the dad sighing a lot mom being Mm -hmm. whacked out of her mind and you know them teasing a payoff that when you finally get to it isn't really a payoff it it's it's like really we we went through all of this for this you know in a kind of hokey ending really um that sets up a sequel yeah that we'll talk about next year in the most obvious way possible yeah well what i loved about that too was the fact that it was such a toss-off it's like oh yeah by the way and everybody's just like, what, wait, what? what it's such, that, it's that's how a, you, you're going to do this again? Really? Just a depressing <laughs> ending at that point. Yeah. It, it, well, it's the, well, the whole movie is fucking depressing because you have true. this guy, John Ryan, who plays Frank Davies, the dad, who is a legitimately decent actor. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, he's believable in this role. You know, you yeah. feel his pain. You feel the internal struggle he's having between the fact that him and his wife were really looking forward to having this child. And then it comes out the way it is. And it's on a killing spree. And internally, he wants to side with his wife who, you know, wants to nurture this baby. But also he's being pulled by everyone else and his own guilt and shame for having sired this demon monster child he wants to go and kill it i think to save face because he's a his job is a pr man so he's used to trying to have to like fix other people's personal and public reputation and his is just being completely destroyed by this and it's not just destroying his his uh, uh job his uh it's also destroying his personal life with his wife so he's he's like his character who unfortunately has to like put this entire movie on their back is just hung out to dry by a script that makes him be on screen almost constantly. 
if he would have if they would have given him any of the other characters like anything to do his performance would have been really so i mean this movie would have been a lot better instead of just having to follow one guy and eventually it does like mark say just turn into him just sighing like constantly all the fucking time doc who what was probably like your favorite aspect of this movie if there was any first i'd like to point out that the main actor looks like an evil bob newhart <laughs> i agree with this it took me to, like almost to the ending and then i looked at him in the light and i went oh that's a bob newhart look that's what i was looking for um <laughs> it's and, and as mark was describing it i'm like okay if you in my head if i play it out as a drama that has some horror elements i suppose that might be a little bit better but yeah i think so too yeah i think so too and in I, I do like that they kind of use the the Jaws effect. Like they, you know, they know Rick Baker's uh, work is only going to uh, read so well on the screen, so they use it as limitedly as possible. There's a lot of movement of shrubbery that, while effective, also made me giggle because it, it looks just like so. Hey, wave a branch. Um, it's shit we did in Swamphead. It's, it's yes. not good. No. And, and, in most ways, it kind of holds together logically. The guy's boss is a total trash heap because he's super, you know, like, oh, he's trying to be all nice to him and everything. Take your vacation now, or at least kind of playing it off like that. And as soon as he walks out of the room, yeah, clear his desk out. He's not coming back. It, I just went, dude, that's so ballsless. <laughs> yeah, stone cold, the man. Other, the other thing, because um, this movie is as old as I am. I'm also from 1974, uh, so while my memory of the 70s is limited, I do remember it being incredibly ugly, and that house is atrocious looking. Oh my gosh, the fucking paisley patterns all over everything uh, in that place. Just, just carpet that doesn't go with wallpaper and doesn't go with the furniture, and I'm not a design person by any stretch, I'm not a, a stylish dresser or anything, but I... It just reminded me of every what little I remember of being a kid and just going uh, when things change going oh things can look nice okay I just didn't know <laughs> and just oh just everything it just every room is ugly every building is the designs on the exterior might not be so bad but every interior is just distractingly unattractive <laughs> And that might have been one of my favorite parts. It was just reviewing that and going, uh. but it, it is, there are some very stylish directoral moments. They're like, uh, I like the lighting in the sewer when they got the car down there and just the way the, the police light is flashing off the sides and mm -hmm. just the way, you know, somehow you know, sometimes when the darkness builds and then there's the little lights, realizing that the, the lights during the TV credits at the beginning were like the flashlights of the cops at the end and things like that, the little callbacks. So there's, there's style here. It's just... There's a lot of nothing that happens in the between when they're being sad about this and just collapsing in front of you. Yeah, totally. I think one of the reasons why a lot of that falls flat, too, is that you have these stylish moments like you're describing, and then the rest of it looks very TV-like. Yes. Like, it's just like people blocked dead center of frame with tons of negative space, and it's all so flatly lit 
that it's just you can't help but just sit and look at all the ugly shit that's all over the walls because you can see all of yeah. it. There's there's really it, it's just kind of an ugly movie to look at and it feels like a movie that would have played on TV, TV in the 70s. Yeah, you cleaned it up slightly. Yeah, totally. There's not really that much blood or anything either. Yeah, it, it no. there's no blood or anything really in this movie. And and what little there is you could trim out in a commercial break and be fine. So Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I got Mark. It's ugly. <laughs> no, I think Mark's falling asleep. He's it's Christmas. He he must have already had his Christmas ham. He sat. He's got his uh, little footies on, his slippers and his uh, jammers on, and he's falling asleep. I'm gonna check not because I, 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 I almost fell asleep three times watching this movie. I I do have the Rudolph uh, slippers actually, my with deer horn, and I got it at Walmart for like four bucks. But um, it's actually quite toasty and and cushy too. Ah. <laughs> film yeah it you're right about sleep i mean i get what he was maybe trying to do with some of these scenes but it wasn't the right place for it it's either do do a drama you could have easily taken some of the horror part out of it and and do your drama that you wanted to make some commentary about parents and dealing with consequences and such and like you said the dick move with the pr company firing the guy because his kid is you know bad press um you know and there's some other things in there too where it, you know there's some people that are just dicks to these fan this family this couple i mean you got the nurse who oh yeah. who, uh, is is tries to record tries to record which we're talking about 1974 folks so it's not like she can have a little pin camera and her ipod recording no she, big freaking clunky tape recorder that she hid <laughs> under the sheets with some microphone sticking out going here say say more about the baby and i'm like holy shit well, i'm she, like she's like you know it killed somebody else yesterday just yeah. to get a reaction i'm like oh my god what's wrong with this woman she oh, she's trying, she's trying to get an interview. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to trigger the mom, yeah. you know, and I'm like, wow, but everybody's just dicks to this couple, you know, <laughs> you know? and never mind mom uh, has kind of, uh, you know, she's on the fringe of sanity anyway because of after what she witnessed, you know, uh, and but yeah, take the horror element out and do your drama with your social commentary. You wouldn't need to have the kid to be a killer necessarily or do your horror, but doing it both, it doesn't quite work because you get some exciting moments where you do get baby cam, which is which is cool. You get the you know vision of the baby and, and, and see it start to attack and then we cut away and then we come back and see somewhat of the aftermath. Uh, you, you know, you've got those exciting moments, but there are so few and far between that the rest of the film, you're just like, oh my, okay, we get, it. you know, it's like, ah, because the scenes too aren't like fast cutting scenes either. They're, they're longer conversations that are like, you know, a two shot or whatnot. So even visually interesting, not only the ugly decor, but just the way it, it it's cut a lot of the times where the exposition stuff, you're just, ah, oh, there's like dead space between the dialogue and that, you know, which I know they're- Yeah, going- they just let the, the camera just hang. I bet you this thing, they they tried to shoot this as cheap as they possibly could by just letting, setting a camera up and letting the actors just kind of walk around and talk. Especially like in that waiting room sequence early on, 
you know, it's, where they're playing, uh, they're playing cards, yeah. talking about their jobs. Yeah. yeah, that was. I think some of it was set up, um, like the exterminator uh, was setting up the chemical thing. Um, I think that was supposed to be a point because then there's the the pharmaceutical rep later on talking to one of the doctors. I think he was aiming for like a, and I'm gonna, I always get this word wrong, like a thamylid thamidolide baby type thing where they had uh, sure um, medication used for morning sickness nausea that ended up causing massive birth defects so I think that was supposed to be a vein of environmentally or, or chemically whatever something but it's not really developed it's like a thing that's kind of just brought up to be brought up almost like the Venus probe in Night of the Living Dead where it was just mm -hmm. a thing that went past so you can connect a dot yeah yeah that feels about feels about the speed of this movie it is a lot of fleeting little glimpses of something that could be interesting like tossed into the mix of this really boring family drama mm -hmm. yeah like a tv show drama that just gets drug out forever so let's let's sit and actually talk about the baby itself this uh thing that Honestly, do you ever get a really good look at this thing? No. No. Not really. No. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of got claws. You know that. And it's got yeah. kind of a regular baby head with teeth. But you don't ever, even at the very end, I was, I was you know, hoping at the very end when he's holding it and whatnot i'm like okay we're gonna finally you know just like some movies where they they don't show you the full monster till the very end i was like okay we're gonna see it we, we don't we, we get plastic baby head in or in a towel you know and yeah uh, yeah like like dumpster, like dumpster baby, baby. You remember yeah. that like dumpster baby <laughs> and, and you're like wait you're not gonna show i mean it, you know, most of the films that you see like this, at least that I've watched, at least even if they're good or bad, at the end of the film, they want to sh they want to show you the whole model that they designed because they took yeah. time in designing the damn. <laughs> you know, as yeah. dumb as it may look, they want you to get a good look at it. Yeah, right. Well, they spent money on the yeah, motherfucker. Crap, it's a giant carrot, you know, whatever. But you still get a good look at it. Yeah, you, you at least get to see it at the end because you want they want you to see the artistry of little or lot of what went into the design. So you usually don't see it till the monster is actually vanquished sometimes or whatnot. And, and that's fine. But you do get that shot and you don't get that in here. So you even get robbed of that. So you get robbed of you know having this kind of intense horror film to having this drama with bits of horror scattered throughout it and then at the very end you don't even get to see what the baby really truly looks like at the end and so you're just sitting there going and then they drop that oh there was another one born in seattle it's like what why seattle but um you know i was more like that's fucking it <laughs> I stay here for an hour and a fucking half, and that's fucking it. I don't even get to see a good look at this motherfucker. Like, there's that scene down in the basement where their son, who was whisked away to a friend of theirs house, I wasn't sure if that was his uncle or if that was just a friend of the family. It's never really established. Um, 
but the kid all of a sudden decides, you know what? I'm sick of hanging out with this old dude. I'm running home. So he runs Down home. Down the middle of the street. Yes. Yeah, in the middle of the fucking what street. What the hell's wrong with this kid? Run on a sidewalk. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Because they're trying to shield him from all the publicity and all the negative press and, and the people that are coming after them. They want to keep him safe and keep him kind of hidden a little bit. But the kid's like, fuck this. I'm sick of playing Jenga. I'm sick of going fishing. I'm going fucking home. So he runs all the way home they must he must only live like a couple blocks away but gets to the basement and the boy goes down where the mother's been keeping this monster baby and the monster baby sounds like a, a velociraptor yeah just sitting in a corner and they have one light on him and you get to see its face for brief moments but you never get to see the whole thing which is funny if you go to the imdb page or you go to Google it, you get to see the whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You can see the whole baby. You see a picture of it, but you never see that in the movie at all. Ever. You only get to see that one part where the baby's like screaming in it's for like a second or two. And that's it. Otherwise, the rest of it, like the one shot I thought of the baby that was just laughable and they showed it multiple times and they showed it out of fucking context was the scene where it was supposedly the baby was in the grass lunging at the camera with its teeth like it's chewing on something and it's like a rubber teeth chewing on grass Mm -hmm. they use that same fucking shot later in the movie at night yeah it's like so what you had that fucking baby doll and that mask for half a day is that all you had that you had to reuse a fucking shot that was meant for the daytime at night? What the fuck? <laughs> this movie must have cost him like a fucking buck fifty in, in a goddamn Mars bar. <laughs> I, I just like doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, I remember seeing this movie everywhere. Like, holy shit, this is gonna be some real shit. Now all these years later, as a forty year old man, I plucked this thing out. I'm like, God, this movie ain't much of fucking anything. No. It's like they took another movie and decided, oh, we're going to put a, ba- a monster baby in this thing. Kind of. Kind of. I kind guess. Of. Oh, my God. That, ha- that half a second where you see it, like, in the flashlight in the sewer kind of look cool, even though it doesn't match anything else. But you only kind of half see it at that point, even. Oh, yeah. That where it's huddled yeah. down, where it's obviously a, a little person. In, a, in, a, in some sort of suit with a giant head and thing. Yeah. And then everywhere, like I said, even in the basement where you talk about where the kid's like, his, his brother's like, it's okay, I'll protect you. It's clearly just a static baby sitting on a shelf. Yeah. It's not moving nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, this is, this is a sweet tense moment, but that thing's got to move. It well, there's stupid, a, like you just said in the in the fucking uh, sewer, they, they show it. It's obviously a person in a fucking outfit, right. and then he picks it up, and it's like yeah. a twelfth of the size. I'll give him credit <laughs> for not falling down while he was running with that thing, though, because he almost felt he almost wiped out and busted his face open like three times. And I'm like, he must be skilled at almost falling down and not falling. <laughs> Because he's like, he'd like, like take three steps and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm not going to land on my mutant baby, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, that was good. 
And it's called tension. Doc. I know. I was tired at that point. I really wanted to see what was going to happen, and I was kind of hoping he, you know, but no. I no happening. man. This I I fought so hard. This was like, <laughs> uh, it was a Sunday afternoon. I was watching this gimmick, and it's that time of day where you know mm. you just watch the Packers lose. Yeah, yeah. You, you're sitting there. You had a few beers. You just ate. Yeah, nobody's around. You're tired, and it's mellow. You're like, okay, this is a good time. I'm not gonna get fucked with. I'll be able to sit here and watch this gimmick. And holy shit, it wasn't the movie that was tense, attention filled. It was inside my own head, trying to keep my eyes open. That was tension filled. It's like, am I gonna fall asleep now? No, 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 not yet. What about now? No, 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 no. Not yet. Not yet. Should I should I text Mark the movie man? Yes, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> but this is one of the first times where I got a hold of Mark. I'm like, Mark, what the fuck's going on? Does anything happen in this fucking movie? <laughs> I thought so many more people were going to die. I swear. I thought he was going to act. I thought the dad was going to accidentally shoot the, the older kid. I figured the mom was going to go off her rails and just take one too many pills and not wake up. Nope. What a wasted character the mom was. She, yeah. I feel bad because she didn't get to, she just got to sit there and just kind of like hover and cry a lot. She didn't really did. Yeah. And, she was a typical seventies, you know, yeah. uh, a woman that, that had, it was powerless and could do nothing and just had to sit at home and be a complete wet noodle. She didn't even get to go crazy all that well. I mean, at that point, the only happy thing I she like they like wake up in what I thought was the middle of the night, but then he turns the TV on and passwords on, and I'm like, "Ooh, password! Let's watch that." <laughs> I'd rather watch that. I like password. Well, yeah, they missed they missed a golden opportunity with her. I mean, you could have done a whole the baby comes back to mama and she's she's kind of hiding it, you know. And, and she gets a chance to be a little more crazy, you know, like, oh, he just went, you know, yeah. you don't really get that. I mean, they tease at it, but she ends yeah, up. Yeah, they going, talk about it slightly and you kind of get the hint that that's happening. But it might have been for like two seconds. You don't really know if she's it's been there for days or been there for a minute. You know, it, it, it teleports more than Jason Voorhees does in them sewers because they're like, oh, this is how I got here. And I'm like, man, this thing is flying around town. Where would have been great if if uh, toxic waste would have fallen out on top of it and it turned into Jason, <laughs> or like the reverse. It's the reverse it's a, of the ending of Party. I'd eight. be fine with that. Or he could have been toxic. It could have been the origin story for a new Toxie for all that. I've been fine with that. <laughs> or the pre Anything. the prequel to uh, Basket Case. There you go. That thought occurred to me because I kept going looking for a better glimpse. Going maybe it'll look a little bit like Belial, and I'm like, hey, you can't get a good enough look to see that. <laughs> But I'm like, all of these ideas are a million times better than anything that you see in It's Alive. What's in the basket? All of these ideas are infinitely better. The cops in this movie. Let's talk about the most worthless cops in the oh. history of cinema oh, God. that are in this fucking movie. They do nothing. These cops do fucking nothing. And then at the end, <clears throat> after they've, you know, sat and exhausted their search for this, this baby who literally takes them out one by one. How I don't I wish half the kills in this movie is somebody just put like took a, a brush and brushed some red paint on their neck. And that was it. Um, they the, the dad finally gets the baby. They're in like a, one of the sewer viaducts. It's and like that part in Terminator 2, but less fun. 
essentially, and they're all pointing their guns at <laughs> this. This scene made me laugh pretty fucking hard. They're, <laughs> they're all pointing their guns at the dad and the baby. And he's like, no need to, to shoot the baby boys. I got him. He's all right. Use him for experiments. Do whatever. But don't kill him. He'll be all right. And he hands him over. He's about to hand him over to one of the cops. All of the cops simultaneously, instantaneously opened fire on this baby and the cop. Uh, that was <laughs> holding. No, the that baby. was the doctor dude. It, it, I, whatever. I, it was. Think, I yeah. think what it was supposed to look like was that the baby leapt for the doctor. And they shot, they just, cause they just massacre this. Cause even the dad's going, don't shoot. You'll hit, you'll probably hit me more than you don't want to kill me. You're like trying to like, that's logic that they care about. The cops, they give no. a fuck. They just opened fire. I mean, this doctor was so this thing moves. And I'm like, it, but and now I said, I think it was supposed to have leapt for him. He, the dad clearly throws it on the doctor. Like he's like, here, dick. And that was, <laughs> I'm like, man, that was another dick move of this movie. There's, man, there's so many, so many cops running around here. Yeah, it's just, it's like they they managed to clear out a whole precinct. It's ridiculous how many cops are running after this this wee baby thing, you know. And they're all getting killed. They're all worthless. The baby, I mean, I mean, the baby is an improbably large baby. I'm wondering if it's the same baby that was born from witchcraft one. I mean, it looks like it's can, about the same I size. I can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> but these cops, they, they literally are, are so worthless. Mark, what'd you think of these cops? Oh, they were, they were completely worthless. I mean, I'm like sitting here. These cops are like, we want to kill the baby. He killed one of ours. And and I'm like, okay, I can I understand that. But they're the worst whatever detectives or whatnot. You know, they're only following the bodies. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got another one dead. It's like that's as, that's as far as they go with their investigation. Because, oh, it's too small. We Maybe it, you know, went wherever. It's like, what the hell? You know, they're mostly uh, harassing the dad. <laughs> You know, he wants to be there. They're like, what are you doing here? And oh, someone tipped you off. Yeah, they're at my son's old school. But yeah, they were they were useless. And that end scene had me laughing. I just laughed because they, they wanted to shoot the baby. And he's like, don't shoot the baby. And then the baby jumps on the doctor and they just unload. They don't care who's in the way. Every cop in the precinct fills this guy full of lead. And I would have laughed had they missed. <laughs> I have expected that. I have expected they, they were just, oh, away. we killed the doctor, but the baby's fine. <laughs> I wanted it so bad. I wanted it so bad to where they did all of that. And suddenly you see the baby scramble back down into the sewer. <laughs> and then, oh, by the way, oh no, we killed Patrick Warburton's dad, but the baby's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been amazing. Alas, that did not happen. The movie ends. Yeah, we're spoiling it for you because let me tell you, no, there's nothing to spoil in this fucking movie. It's exactly what you think it is. The baby goes on a rampage. They catch the baby. They kill it. Then all of a sudden they find out there's another one. The end. That's the whole fucking movie. We just saved you an hour and a half of your life. Don't waste your time. It's Basically, like, imagine you wanted to watch a 70s made for TV horror movie. Mm -hmm. That's what this is. That's all it is. It's PG 13, hour and 31 minutes long. 
It's barely a horror film. It is, I gotta say, boys, I was crushed. I was crushed because for so many years I had seen this and been meaning to jump into this series. Thinking, man, this sounds like a fun little gimmick. (laughs) And they even tease you at it in the beginning, though. I, you know, they shoot it interesting, which they made some interesting choices with holding, you know, handheld camera and following people. And I'm like, oh, that that's actually kind of cool for a 70s film. Uh, but and, and then they tease you with that scene, like you mentioned, the, the hospital scene, you know, so like the first 10, 15 minutes of this film, you're like, oh, hell yeah, this is what we're getting. And then you're like, OK, when, when's more horror going to start? Yeah. <laughs> and you sit there and 20 minutes later hey we gonna kill oh well that lasted a minute if it, it teases you but in the end you're like what what I've heard so much about this and yet this film I think people just the because of the concept I think it's popular more so for the concept than for the actual execution yep this could have been a uh, episode of the outer limits or yeah, mm-hmm. Twilight Zone, or well, it's before the time of Tales from the Dark Side and stuff like that. But I mean, Night Gallery. This could have yeah, been a Night, night Gallery. Yeah, no, you're right, Doc. I think Night Gallery would have been perfect. Time. That's yeah. all that is. That's all this is. It's just one little idea that was stretched into a future film for no reason other than that's just what they did back then. So that's it, uh, Doc. You have any final thoughts on this thing? Are, are you? Did you actually walk away enjoying this or not? Um, this, despite that we've disparaged it, I, I think I still enjoyed it, but if it had been a 45 minute, epi- you know, minute episode of night gallery, it would have played so much better. There's just a lot of promise that doesn't pay off. Kind of like Lex Luger's career. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. Mark the movie, man. Yeah. I really, after hearing, you know, it, buzzed about for years on like horror forums and books and people talk about it i really wanted to like this film and i went into it starting to like it and but by the end i was like well i've watched it (laughs) you know and i feel bad because i was hoping not to but i mean there's tidbits to to like here and there but not enough for a full movie i i fully agree twilight you know whatever Outer limit, whatever you want to do, uh, monsters. There you go. There's a there's a deep cut for you. Whatever anthology <laughs> TV show where you get maybe 45 minutes. There you go. You make a tight little story here about a monster baby going around killing people. That's adorable. But you know what? An hour and a half or whatever this is is way too long. It felt like parts were stretched out, and I just i I didn't see what many have seen in it and i don't know why but i don't think i may ever revisit it either because it just it really didn't have hold my interest unfortunately nope there's nothing to hold interest in this it's a movie about a monster baby in which you never see the monster baby there you go there's my glowing recommendation for it's alive folks <laughs> monster baby movie where you don't see the fucking monster baby ever so there's your your lump of coal and your stocking this year folks it's alive next christmas 2018 ho 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 we're going to be talking about 
It Lives Again, the sequel to It's Alive. I hope that's better. I'm hoping it's better. I'm hoping there's more than just one baby. I'm hoping there's more, but I I have a feeling we're going to have to wait until two years to see Island of the Alive. Island of the Monster Babies, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't have much hope for that, but that's it. That was your your nice little uh, Christmas present from us here on Astro Radio Z. Um, would you like to to give a toast, Mark the Movie Man, for for everybody sitting at the table listening to Astro Radio Z, eating their fine Christmas dinner with their family? I toast to the fact that we watched the film so you didn't have to. Doc. Um have a have a have an excellent excellent day. I hope you spend it with people that you enjoy. And I'll be watching the Doctor Who Christmas special. <laughs> that sounds amazing. And folks, raise your glasses. I hope that you have a wonderful Christmas. Thank you for joining me for another year of Astro Radio Z. Here's to another one. So, Merry Christmas to all. And man, just wrap your dick up. We don't need these monster babies on the loose. Don't fucking don't blow without that rubber. Cover it up. <laughs>